Are we in a buyer's market or seller's market? That's what we're going to be talking about on this episode of the Housing Experts Podcast. I think with the information you're going to get, you're going to be surprised in less than 22 minutes. Let's do it. Welcome to the Housing Experts Podcast. My name is Tom McGivern, the home sales expert. I'm a licensed real estate broker associate. The Housing Experts Podcast is all about real estate, owning it, buying it, and selling it, and doing it right. In less than 22 minutes, I make things clear and simple so that you, the listener, can feel confident in your decisions. From in-depth local market analysis you won't get anywhere else to the strategies and information that help you make the best decisions possible. I cover it right here on the Housing Experts Podcast. Thanks for listening. All right, so I got this idea to do this podcast because of an article I read on Financial Advisor, and I wanted to also answer it for a couple of clients that were asking me about, hey, what kind of market are we in? Are we in a buyer's market, seller's market? Mainly investors, but um, I think it's important because it's the answer is not as clear, but at the end of this podcast, you're going to have the answer. Um, my name is Tommy Giverin, licensed broker associate, and this is the Housing Experts Podcast, formerly the Long Island Housing Podcast. And uh, if you're not following me on Instagram and YouTube, on YouTube, I'm doing a whole bunch of YouTube shorts. I would love for you to follow me there. Uh, the link there will be in uh, my link tree in the description of this uh, podcast on my uh, website, the Home Sales, uh, yeah, thehomesalesexpert.com. If you're listening on Apple or on Spotify or somewhere else, the links are on that website, the homesalesexpert.com. Okay. So uh, this is what I'm going to be covering on this podcast. I'm going to be talking about, I'm going to be answering the question. All the information is going to be towards answering the question of whether or not we're in a buyer's market or a seller's market. I'm going to be talking about the months of supply first. Then I'm going to talk to you about inventory, where we're at, how many homes we have for sale. I'm going to kind of recap some of the data from the uh, Long Island housing update that I did just recently. If you haven't listened to that, please do so. You'll get more more details and everything. But I'm going to cover inventory. I'm going to cover contracts, the number of homes that are going into, uh, into contract. I'm going to touch on seasonality hitting us, right? That's going to be weighing down uh, the, the market a little bit. And I'm going to be talking about price trends. This is going to be really big because I'm kind of recapping what the trend of home prices are on Long Island. Now, if you are not on Long Island, this podcast is definitely, this information is probably for most markets the same because of the information, you know, information we're going to cover mainly because of the rates. But um, this is going to be for Long Island specifically, really targeting Suffolk County. So uh, it's going to be, if you're here in Long Island and in Suffolk County, that stuff is going to be really, really good to listen to. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about affordability uh, of, of housing. And then I'm going to finish up with strategies. Hey, what should you do if you're a buyer, seller, uh, investor, or all three? And uh, some information for you to, uh, to consume there and give you some strategies on what the heck to do here. So first and foremost, I want to talk about this article. It was called, um, the, the, the title was Mortgage Rates Could Tank Home Prices 20%. And um, this was published November 18th on Financial Advisor. Again, the link will be in the uh, description of the 
you know, in the article on the homesalesexpert.com. Enrique Martinez Garcia, he's a Dallas Fed economist. He talked about home prices adjusting. He said a pessimistic scenario where prices now retreat by 15 to 20%. He said could subtract 0.5% to 0.7% from inflation adjusted consumer spending. Now, we're living that right now. I think everybody's living that, especially in the, in the housing market where people are, uh, buyers or tr- uh, sellers are trying to sell, and then you have buyers waiting to buy. Uh, a hit to that order to consumption, a hit of that order to consumption would in turn weigh on Fed policymakers' ability to uh, avoid a recession as they rapidly raise interest rates. I want to read that again. A hit of that order to consumption could in turn weigh on Fed policymakers' ability to avoid a recession, meaning it's going to be too much, too quick, and then we're not going to avoid a recession because that's what the Fed's trying to do. He's trying, they're trying to slow the rate of inflation and also re- avoid a recession. But basically, with the way they've increased rates, they've plunged the housing market into a recession. Such a negative uh, wealth effect on aggregate demand, which is overall demand for the housing, would further restrain housing demand, deepening the price correction. That, those two words, that phrase right there, deepening the price correction and setting emotion in motion a negative feedback loop, which means when people are saying, how oh, the, the prices might adjust five to 8%, whatever, he's specifically saying it's too much too quick and that it could actually go 15 to 20% rather than what people, a lot of experts are talking about in terms of the overall housing prices. Now, I don't know if all that is going to come to fruition, and it doesn't answer the question whether or not we're in a buyer's market or seller's market. It just gives me information that says, hey, I need to like take a closer look at this. So let's talk about what is a buyer's market, what is a seller's market. I sound so serious, but uh, this is serious business. When we talk about how to define uh, it, traditionally what a buyer's market is and a seller's market is we look at months of supply. Now on marketwatch.com, this link to this graph uh, and a great article on that website there that um, we're talking about the bubble of uh, 2007 and what it tells us right now. You have a graph here and the graph shows me months of supply and basically the home price, a home price index or home prices. It's the Case Shiller 20 city composite home price index. And on this graph, it has back in 2000, towards the end of 2009, really into 2010 almost, housing supply, the months of supply was over 12 months nationwide. On Long Island, I used to pay attention to this stuff back then because I've been in the business so long. I always say I'm experienced, confident, super energized. I'm very experienced. I know what the numbers are. 2009, 2010, we had like 19 months of supply. It was a, what? A buyer's market big time and prices were down prices fell in that time frame right they fell basically um from 2000 a height of 2007 right and they they hit and they went lower in 2008 they went lower in 2009 they went lower in 2010 that was the effect that we had as months of supply came down and dropped prices then began to rise in let's say 2013 14 and then so on in 2020 we had the pandemic that drove prices up uh, and we see months of supply 
dropped significantly and demand rose high. There we go. Okay. But in, um, in, uh, let's say 2020, we had months of supply in the uh, lower than two months on Long Island. That's seller's market, a big time seller's market. Anything below six months is considered a seller's market. Anything above is considered a buyer's market. You're saying, what the hell is supply of, you know, months of supply time? It's the amount of time it would take to sell off every listing if no new listings came on, given the current rate of sales, current rate of contracts, homes going into contract, where nothing else came on the market to sell. That's how long it would take to sell off every single listing. So that's that graph, and that tells us where we're at, okay? Overall, we have a low inventory, and we have high prices because it's so low inventory, and that's been the case for a while. Now let's talk about the inventory on Long Island, Suffolk County. Currently today, as of November 21st, is 3,024 houses. I just did the Long Island recap for November, and I went over all of October's numbers, right, just last week. There were 3,099 on November 15th. Uh, back in October, like the end, of, mid to end of October, maybe around the 20th, I did the podcast for that month, and there was 3,231. Today, there's 3,024. So we have inventory actually going down. Let's keep moving along. As we look at that number, we start to look at how many homes are going into contract. Let's look at that. The number of contracts for the month of October, how many homes went into contract? How many you know buyers made an offer and sellers accepted? 1,160. One year prior to that, in 2021, you had 1,600, 1,600. That's a 27.5% drop in the number of homes going into contract. That's a significant drop. The drop in inventory from 3,200 to just over 3,000, that's, that's not as significant, right? That's like 8%, something like that, um, a little bit less than that, actually. But we have a almost a 30% drop in the number of contracts. And and now one of the other things I've been looking at is let's look at the year before pandemic, right? All this craziness, all this nuttiness happened in 2020. We had all these crazy numbers. Let's look at October 2019. How many houses went to contract that month? 1,670. And this is all MLS data for uh, Long Island. This is Suffolk County. 1,670. So we're down over 28%, almost 29% uh, since then in contracts. So the number of homes selling is slowing down significantly. Let me talk about the next thing, seasonality. As we move into Thanksgiving and other holidays at the end of the year here, people tend to lay back. So seasonality is now weighing down the market, weighing down on that what was a seller, a very clear seller's market. That's not happening. Obviously, rates are 6.62% uh, as of today, 6.63. What is the Fed going to do next week? Everyone's saying they're going to raise rates probably 0.5 basis, uh, 0.5, uh, basis points, and that's going to, uh, you know, that's going to cause the rate to go up, right? Um, so all these pressures on this what was a very solid seller's market. 
let's look at let's look at the price trends because this is going to tell the story. Back in March of this year, uh, the year-over-year appreciation was fifteen point eight percent. April nine point nine percent. May five point six percent. June four point five percent. July two point five percent. Oh, see the trend here. August one point eight six percent. They have a little bump in September because it's September five percent. October three point seven nine percent. Year over year positive appreciation. But you see the decline. You see the the slowing down of that year-over-year appreciation. Homes are not appreciating anymore. They're actually starting to level off and go flat. Now let's look month over month. The uh, overall average selling price in October was $665,544. The month before was $679,829. That's a 2.1% decrease. September, uh, excuse me, August numbers was uh, $672,218. So we had a little increase and then boom, a decrease. So you see the trend there. Now let's look at months of supply. The months of supply for Suffolk County currently today is 3.1 months. So you go, oh, there's the answer, guy. It's it's a seller's market, right? Because we have less than six months of supply. But we just talked about all that, those other pressures, all those other data. Let's look at the av- the uh, months of supply in October uh, was uh, 2.8 months. September, 2.2 months. Uh, August, 2.9 months. Let's go back one year. Let's go back a whole year into uh, April of um, 2021. Let's just go back that far. Before the mortgage rates and everything else were year over year there, 1.7. So we have doubled the amount of inventory, quote unquote, the double the amount of supply in that time frame from April 2021 to now. So to answer the question of whether we're in a buyer's market or a seller's market, I'm going to say that we are in a dead even market. We're an actually even market. It's not six months right now. It's actually three months. Because we have basically what's called divergence. We have prices up, but we have demand slowly slipping. But prices are still high. So we have one going up and the other one going down. Those are going to work against each other. And they are currently working against each other. The last thing I want to talk about is an article I wrote back in March of, uh, of this year. And I, I said, why experts are off on housing crisis. I talk about the homeowner affordability index in uh, that article, specifically about uh, what the homeowner affordability index is, which is a percentage of your income going towards um, your your mortgage payment. And this there's a general rule, and I disagree with it. There's a lot of people tell you that 25% expenditure on your mortgage payment 25% of your income max should be on your mortgage payment. 25% of your income should only, that's the uh, top number that should go towards your mortgage payment. That means that principal, monthly principal and interest cannot exceed 25%. So in this article, I talked about 4% rates and everything else. And you should read that article to figure out um, what I was, what I was talking about was how 
experts were talking about one thing, but I was seeing something different. And at the time I was seeing a 4% interest rate and right now 4% interest rate at the current average ask, uh, average selling price in Suffolk County would be $2,889. Today, that same mortgage amount, uh, if you put down 9%, that's the average, about the average for the country uh, down payment because you have people who put down 3%, 5%, 20%, whatever. That's that's about the average 9%. 2889 fast forward to today, 6.61%. That's what I did it on. 3869 That's a $980 difference. I don't know about you, but I, I'm pretty sure that the average median income okay, has not gone up right, uh, uh, too much in that time. It's probably going down as more people get laid off. And I don't mean to be doom and gloom, but affordability pressures are coming down on the market as well. So if you're a seller, we're in an even market right now, but we have all this downward pressure. What is that telling you? It's telling the, telling you that if you're a seller, you need to, uh, and I don't mean a seller, I mean a homeowner who's thinking about selling, let's say in the next six months, a year, whatever. My recommendation is you look at strategies or look at ways or a plan of action that moves your timeline up. What are your options? Give me a call, 631-831-9048. If you're hearing this, I want you to call me. I'm a licensed broker associate. I do this because I want people to contact me to answer any questions that they have about their home value or anything else. That's the strategy for the seller is you need to look at these downward pressures, can seriously consider them, move up your timeline. If you're a buyer, you're going, well, that's not a time to buy. I don't, I don't want to buy anything. It's always a long-term strategy. One of the, my YouTube shorts that I just did, in less than one minute, I talked about the uh, how if you bought a home in 2008, okay? And if prior to that, you bought a house in 1990 and you went through or the, or the early 80s and you, you look at over time, housing market returns a certain percentage and that percentage is around 5%. That's a general rule. But between, in 2008, if you bought a house, look what happened in 2008. I just mentioned it. Prices went down in 2011, 2008, 9, 10, 11, into 2012, five years. But if you sold your house in 2022, even if you sold it today, in, in uh, end of November in 2022, you would walk away with a, a very large sum of money above what you paid for it. So the long-term strategy for a buyer is you have that longevity because you're buying long-term. And because you're buying, you're going, well, Tom, what about the rate? Well, the rate, there's two things. One is it's still historically, historically, not as high as it uh, um, uh, was prior to all this craziness with the federal government and the Fed lowering rates and manipulating things and printing money that kept the mortgage rates artificially low for a very long period of time. And three separate times in the last 13 years or 10 years, it's moved the rate at or below 3%. That's crazy. Okay. So as a buyer, it's still a good, a very good rate. And you can always refinance down the road like a lot of other people did when the rate eventually comes back down. Are there, you know, is, uh, will rates do that tomorrow? No, nobody knows, but eventually, right? Things level out. So if you're a buyer buying long-term, 
that's what you need to focus on. That's where your focus has to be on the long-term and the longevity of your investment strategy. And again, when you buy a house, it's not like buying a piece of stock. It's not like buying, you know, something to like a bit in a business. This is your home. This is your life. You're living in your parents' basement right now, your in-laws' basement. You want to improve your lifestyle, buying a house. On the podcast, the Housing Expert uh, Experts podcast, I talk about strategies for any buyer considering condos, considering smaller houses. I'm going to be talking about other strategies on future podcasts as well that are going to help you enter this market um, sooner rather than later and not sit back and wait forever to save uh, more money when it r might not be in your best interests uh, of what you want to do with your with you know your life and your financial situation you know certainly renting you could rent the rest of your life for the next you know 30 years uh, but at the end of the rainbow you're be paying someone else's mortgage payment uh, if you're an investor it's simple the rule is you have to work with an agent who knows the numbers and they and I'm an expert at um, pricing homes especially renovation projects and I also talk about uh, with all my investors the not only the exit strategy but hey how to get there so i'll look at the house and know exactly what you need to do in order to make it to get it to maximum profitability so that it sells uh, you want to work with an agent like that and of course if you're renting it your strategy is to rent you got to know the local rental market not the broad rental market and you know the difference between a house renting in holbrook or house renting out you know in, in, out further out east uh, the further east you get, the prices change and everything else. So you need to know, work with an agent who looks at that stuff. That's going to do it for this uh, episode. I want to, uh, as always, keep it under 22 minutes. Uh, if you want, please hit the link tree, the link in the description of this podcast. The link tree there is going to take you to my YouTube channel. And check out that YouTube short, the YouTube shorts I'm doing. They're very good and they're under a minute. And that one on um, the... Uh, uh, buying strategies is fantastic. So I'm patting myself on the back there. Uh, I will see you on a future podcast episode. Again, if you want to reach me, 631-831-9048. I'll see you on the next one.